0: Hello, you're listening to episode 18 of the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, hosted by Jordan Ross, Todd Cowart, and Trevor Harden. In this episode, we get excited about this week's shows with Head for the Hills, talk about upcoming shows, discuss the economics of the music industry, and reminisce about the week prior. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart.
1: Trevor Harden. Hey, buddies. Hey, dudes.
0: Long time. Yeah. Does it feel like it was a long time? Well, it's Tuesday. Is that what well, it is? Makes yeah. it
1: weird. Jordan and I were flying solo oh, last right. week. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, here, you, that's right. Oh, because I was in here. Yeah, you. It feels like a long time. Yeah. And then, yeah, then Jordan's been out of town.
0: Right. Yeah, I got some caught some fish. That was yeah, fun. I caught some fish. it was beautiful.
1: I, I saw a, a big old fish Man, in a picture. Was,
0: oh, it's a blast! It salmon like, are huge.
1: They are big. Wait, what it, was that?
0: A salmon. That was a salmon. A, it was a king salmon. They and have they ugly faces, don't they? Oh, they're very ugly.
2: They're really, I forgot how ugly salmon They have salmon teeth, like
0: big old teeth, gnarly thing. Oh, they're, yeah, they're mean. Yeah, they it's,
2: it's a hideous looking, will they, like, they'll, they'll swing around and hit you, bite you if you get them um, on? I,
0: I've not been bit by one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think that. But I you were know. catching them on the fly, right? Yeah, with the fly rod. Hell yeah. Wow. That's a blast. That's badass. Yeah. yeah we'll, man. One day we'll we'll all have a Do a podcast a from a <laughs> canoe. <laughs> yes. We
2: could do a podcast about your fishing trip. I'm interested. We (laughs) could. It was fun. Yeah, it
0: was was a blast. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But this weekend, Head for the Hills, Friday the 13th.
1: That's the band name. You're not just saying Head for the Hills.
0: Right. It's kind of confusing. It sounds like a horror flick. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They have won Bluegrass Band of the Year four times in Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Which is saying a lot. That's impressive. Yeah, that's a lot. About how good these guys are. I posted it out on um, Facebook about their event, and someone commented that they were more of like a high mountain um, jam grass, is what he called them.
1: Well, right. So I just was just noting that they it says the band uh, makes music that, I mean, obviously we're saying that they're a bluegrass band, which they are, but it says the band makes music that reaches into jazz, indie rock, hip-hop, soul, world, and folk, which is pretty much every genre. Yeah. Uh, so in other words, I think they ha- must have a little... A jam bandy, yeah,
2: I'm
3: sure. B- that, yeah, vibe
1: brought into the bluegrass. They weren't thing. just
2: in the hills. They have an internet connection, and right? So they've been exposed to <laughs> yeah, <things>. That's true.
1: <laughs> that is true.
2: The idea of a jammy thing. I mean, bluegrass is by its nature jammy. Sure. I mean, it yeah. really is. I mean, maybe not in like the like let's put on like tie dye kind of jammy, but you know, it's still jammy. So, but let's put some tie dye on too. Why not?
1: Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> Show up on Friday in tie dye. Let's just do see it. what happens. I think
0: it'll be fine. You'll fit right in. You fine. will. Either way.
2: so it's, it's an accepting place here.
0: Totally. Well, since it's a theme of, of Heading for the Hills and Friday the 13th, let's play the very first track off of their new record, uh, Potions and Poisons. This song called Afraid of the Dark. Ooh. Head for the Hills. Let's have a listen.
3: Last to stand is the first to draw. Bowing hat in hand at the curtain call both understand it ain't personal, the last to draw is the first to fall, got a lie to lead, got a life to lose, taking what I need, never what I choose, it ain't something we grow accustomed to. Up to you. Out of the blue, into my heart, did you rip it did you tear it apart? What a horrible end to a walk in the park. To be ashamed to admit that you're afraid of the dark.
0: It's a shameful game of your shade or hue. Nice little driving type of yeah jam. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they started busting out towards the end. I haven't listened to the whole track, but well, yeah. I get a feeling they can really wail as well.
2: Well, yeah, if they're that highly rated, I mean, sure, that sounds great. That's, yeah. But it's not like Jenny Lynn. So people who came in for the Jenny Lynn thing, I mean, Jenny Lynn is a g- famous, accomplished bluegrass uh, mandolinist um, who was here. But she had... Um, you know interchangeable parts to her band this is an actual band is that right where all yeah. of these dudes have been in the band
0: yeah i, I as far as i can tell these yeah. guys have been together since the very beginning trevor's
2: on it trevor's fingers are typing over there i'm looking he's, he's looking I can't look quick enough though
0: <laughs> well let's talk about the saturday show that got canceled um harper came down with an illness that uh, that took his voice away mm. so he has no voice and i got an email from his agent yesterday and said bummer we've got to cancel the show had to cancel the whole run that he was going to be on.
1: Terrible. So, can you play a Didgeridoo without a voice?
0: <laughs> maybe, but he is also the lead singer. So right. So yeah, Didgerid- kind of makes it. Uh, didgeridoo don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Kind of makes it tough. Okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so he was
0: very. He was very ill. So Harper, we hope you are well soon. Take care of yourself. And yeah. he was going to be our interview for today. So we don't have an interview um, outside of just us three dudes talking Yapping. about stuff.
2: That's the. Th- uh, a lot of um, you know you book a musician and you just think they're going to show up, but voices are are very much a muscle and you know fragile. They're fragile. They really are. It's you know crazy. this more
0: than us too. I do
2: know that. You know, maybe some of our voices are more fragile than others. Captain, vocal yeah. surgery yeah, times no two or three. How many Ta- did you times have? Three. Yeah. Wow, three man. vocal surgeries. Three vocal surgeries. I don't recommend that. Really. Yeah. Don't recommend that. You should take better care of your voice. Well, you also work a lot. Well, yeah not as much anymore yeah yeah him and Justin Bieber are resting their voices right now so that's good <laughs> so
1: there's two people
0: so we don't have anything on Saturday so Saturday's just kind of a a bar night a bar night come up and drink a, a bourbon oh so it is open it'll be open cool well yeah. let's talk about that screen
1: can we talk about that
0: let's do that you let's know go there before Let's do that for
2: Saturday. Let's just jump in there. I'm making things. We haven't talked about this. I have no affiliation or authority to make these sure decisions.
0: You okay, good. Let's dig in.
2: Well, Jordan, uh, in his infinite technological wisdom, uh, was, in, right w- was in here the other day. And uh, I come up here sometimes in the afternoons. And so I helped Jordan hang this projector and a new screen. And so if you come in the roasting room, there's a really great high-def projector and we were kicking around the idea about this. And maybe Saturday is a good try- time to try it, dude. I think it might think? just Let's very
0: well be. We're going to officially announce it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so apparently Saturday we're going to have... Let's play t- Stop Making Sense, Talking Heads. All right. Let's, Let's do it. <coughs> okay. It's all just happening. Let's <laughs> just do is, it, man.
2: This is the way things this happen. This is
0: happening live.
2: So yeah, come up Saturday on the projector screen. We don't have a band, but we have Great Whiskey and we have a concert. That you can watch. I mean, it's just you could watch it at Netflix at home, but it's more fun here through the sound system. Sure. What do you think, Jordan?
0: Let's, let's at least give it a shot. You can cut all this out <laughs> if you don't want it. <laughs> No, let's, I, th- I think it's a great idea because otherwise we would have nothing. You'd have nothing else to look at or so talk about. So now
1: there's an event. You see how that works? So now there's an event. There
0: you go. We'll just have cool. a video
1: on the Talking Heads in Bluffton. <laughs> Kind of, <laughs> kind of. We need to put like parentheses. Kind of. Yeah, I don't think you can really. How does that work with like promotion and?
0: It doesn't. We doesn't. can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think this is this conversation is as far all as right, it goes. So okay, forget all that. Although it we could may probably may say that there was uh, 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 some concert footage that we could be showing. I don't know. Yeah. Without being specific about it. Yeah. Let's show a concert, a concert video DVD or whatever. We'll yeah. show a
0: concert video on Saturday. How's that sound? Well, Sounds the great. the
2: screen could be will be used for a lot of interesting things here. It's mm-hmm. just another sort of multimedia platform yeah. for all sorts of you know presentations. Right. And, but rest and of assured, things. it
0: will not be hooked up to a TV that we can watch like no, baseball. No, no. Or this, football is, right. this is not a football. Venue. It's not a sports bar. No, that's not not what we do here. Music only, and mm. theater maybe perhaps, and comedy. What and are comedy. we having comedy? All right, <laughs> let's also talk about that too because that is an important um, point. I was. Back and forth with this Derek Tennant from Top Shelf Comedy, and he's now in Japan doing a full, like, Japanese tour through the end of 2017. He originally didn't have this on the books, and all of a sudden it just kind of fell in his lap. Wow. So our comedy, with them at least, is not going to start up until at least early 2018. Okay. That's so honorable. our so that was the, it was going to be every th- uh, second Thursday of the month. We've now kind of punted that. Okay.
1: Yeah. We've so we'll been see. backburnered. Yes, but that's okay. The I mean, Japanese tour is, is way bigger is, yeah, than for sure.
0: Playing Roasting or Bluffton. Well, yeah. and Thursdays are a
2: tricky night, and and I think we they all sort of have to figure out the Thursday thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy thing was a good a good idea, and it will be successful. But it would be nice if we could fill every Thursday with something, you know, eventually. Right. But we'll right. see how that works. Yeah,
0: I'm. I, yeah, I'm still very skeptical about Thursday turnouts. Yeah, we haven't had a. We haven't had a good Thursday turnout for something unless the person involved had a a party or had a real reason to get all of his and I'm like thinking of follow, this I'm thinking following. of the December 1st last year Slam Allen show that ended up selling out on a Thursday but it, it, everything happened because of Jimmy Patricola. It was his birthday and he told his entire community to come out mm. and they all did. Yeah. So that worked. But the Thursdays we've had since are really hard to fill. Yeah. You know? And that segues me into last Thursday with John Primer, which at the end of the day, he put on a good show, but there were 15 people here and he was late. Oh man. So it was kind of a tough, it's kind of a tough deal. I was literally a thousand miles away from the venue on the river, getting phone calls from various people that the show was going to be like really screwed up, you know? So that kind of makes that kind of puts me in a position of I have to drop whatever i 'm doing what, or whatever fish you had whatever in your fish hands. I had in my <laughs> Literally hand Literally drop the fish in your hands. And, and take and take a call while I was on vacation sure yeah so as much as I you know love to do these things it's still a hobby it's still a, something that is not a paying gig, so I really felt like that that situation right there with a the band not Stressful. showing up on time. Yeah. And I having to, to, or me having to reach out to ticket holders saying that the show is going to be late, and then dealing with all of the aftermath. That sucks
1: to do on vacation. It's just a, it yeah. was a, well, real, it bummer. It just a real bummer. It just happened to be a real bummer. Thursday
0: was a bummer show. Um, you know, it would have been great to have more people out. You know, that was yeah. that would have been a really cool show.
2: Well, and there may have been a lot of walk-ups that were expecting a show at eight o'clock that didn't didn't come because right. at eight o'clock it looked like there wasn't going to be a show well, they probably would have so, still
1: come up though well
0: checked in. yeah hard, i mean we knew say. we knew in advance and and everybody in the venue all of the staff knew the situation oh, they did? okay i had everyone totally primed as it were to know that the situation that was you know tell people that it's going to be late you know if they show up at, at 7 30 here you go know, get your tickets and right. go get dinner somewhere and come back you know,
2: so well, well, a lot of the thing that works well, I think, is the early, the 8 o'clock start time is really nice, I, especially on a especially weekday, on Thursday, I, I would yeah. think yeah. that really kind of matters. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. And, we t- and to go on a little bit of a tangent, we've, we've tossed around the idea of different start times. Um, and when we started this whole thing, we tried to decide what was a better start time, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Our, our demographic supports 8 o'clock more than they do anything else. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean I think it's especially on a on a Saturday night, more than a Friday. Okay. Eight o'clock shows tend to bring out more people than nine o'clock. 'Cause we did we did both. For a while there we were doing you know, Friday was was eight o'clock and then we would next week we would do a nine o'clock and it was confusing for some people.
2: Yeah.
3: So yeah, I just like, level like the eight.
0: playing field. I like eight. Eight's good and we can be out by ten, ten thirty. Yeah. you still catch a good at least two hour show. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Thursdays are tough, and unless we have a no-brainer national act that, you know, we, we just know that everyone knows who they are, mm. and they'll drop what they're doing to come, right. or if they're or if they're local, right? Like for instance, we're having Sonder Blue come in on Wednesday, um, the day before Thanksgiving, which is going to be massive. That'll be great. It'll be massive. Yeah. They'll sell it out. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. They're already selling now. Yeah. Um, but Thursdays are yeah very very tough to do. So I don't know. The comedy thing might end up being just a fill. Um, on a Friday or Saturday, you know, for now, to see how comedy does and give it the best chance for it to, you know, to, to, to succeed up Th- front.
2: That's a good idea. And then the people who see it work in the room w- would come back and support it again on, on a different day, on yeah. a Thursday, maybe. So right. Yeah, I,
0: I like that idea a lot. And there's some, there's some people in town that have connections with some comedians. So I think we might even see some, some comedians that kind of raise eyebrows like, whoa. How did you pull that off? Because of the the buddy system. Cool. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. That's that's a real thing, and that will eventually happen. Brilliant. So, now that we kind of segued back um, to the previous weekend, let's consider our um, show on Friday, which was Nathan Angelo. Great show. He brought in Bryce Merritt, who was the opener. People loved him as well. So, I think Bryce will be back along with Nathan. The turnout was was... Subpar again. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know what. Well, the we
2: had a lot of really big. We had we. This is the first weekend that it's been a little bit slower. You know, they've been sold out or almost sold out almost every weekend up to this point.
0: So right. we, we had a we had a rough weekend. Yeah. It's been we a tough weekend. Yeah, and it just so happened to be a weekend that was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that kind of hurt a little bit.
2: But anyway, do you have any audio from Nathan's show that we could play? Not
0: yet. I just got into town yesterday, so oh, I didn't get a chance. I just got into town. All right. All right. Well, However, edit, I could, I why could don't you
2: edit this and, and we'll, we'll maybe yeah.
0: Maybe, <laughs> yeah. If, if you hear music after this, <laughs> it's because I got a chance to edit some of the stuff and put it in. Okay, good.
3: We have the gone slow down.
0: Sounds really nice. He's great. Right. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, do we uh, want to punt down the field a little bit for the f- just a little little preview for the next weekend? Wait, we're, we're still on Saturday.
0: That's true. We d- yeah, Isaac did his show on Saturday. Oh yeah. So we, we had do, one more. We had one Isaac. more show, and then we'll, yeah, then we'll go there. Yeah, all right. So uh, Isaac's show was great. He had forty people up here. Um, sold a bunch of records. Fantastic. Had Ruben Bades in here. Um, I saw some video online that he posted. Isaac um, texted me afterwards and said that this was a really. This was the first time he's played there that people were actually like totally zoned in right. on his show in particular, mm. which I think his his crew in the past they were rowdy like his crowd that he brought from Savannah.
1: Mm-hmm. But this they time were just around, here to have a good time versus right. sitting and listening. to Right, but, to but this time sounds.
0: they were really listening to to them it, it, that he could tell. Yeah. Well, I would think if which if you was great.
2: If you spend the time to write the songs and to make a record and you're calling it a CD release party and you're bringing your friends, your friends need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: And they did. Good. And it, was, it was good That's to see. Good. So, yeah, he had a good turnout, and, and that was a foregone conclusion. We knew that he would bring people, um, and he did.
2: Good job, Isaac. So it's
0: fantastic. You. I wish I had stuff to play, but, again, don't have anything. And I don't think um, Isaac even recorded himself. All right, so let's punt down to next weekend, which...
1: We got Bruce Katz.
0: Another big weekend. Katz. Bruce, Bruce Katz, Bruce Katz from Katz. The, the Greg Bam. Almond band.
1: Uh, I've heard heard of that guy. You've <laughs> heard of
0: Greg? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of a big deal. He played keyboards right next to Greg, who was playing organ. So Greg would play the, the Hammond, and Bruce would be over there on the on the keys and other synth. And there were there, were a few videos out there on YouTube of him. They're all just trading solos back mm-hmm. and forth. Cool. And Bruce has played with lots of people. He didn't just play with Greg. He's been around. And now he has his own outfit, his own band, and it's really organ-slash-piano-driven blues. It's fantastic. He was here last year and had a good turnout last year. It's a Blues 411 concert series um, show. So the Blues 411 folks will be up here. It'll be fa- it'll be just really well done.
1: He's a four-time nominee uh, for the Blues Music Award from the Blues Foundation in Memphis, Tennessee. Whoa. So we got to... He's getting some notoriety in the blues world.
0: Yeah. And for years he was, you know, backing other people.
1: And he is a blues Hall of Fame inductee.
0: Whoa. Nice. See Blues Hall of Fame. That's not so bad. So that's Friday, October twentieth. Mm hmm. Tell a friend, tell your neighbor. Bruce Cass is gonna be up here with his band.
2: And then Saturday?
0: Saturday is Scott Kirby. Tell He's having his Scott. own album release as well. Wow. Scott Kirby is the owner of the Smoke and Tuna Saloon, one of the owners of the Smoke and Tuna saloon down in Key West. And he has toured in the past with um, Peter Mayer, who is Jimmy Buffett's lead guitarist. Huh. And Got he back. does a he does a Mayor Kirby Mayer, which is his Is it
2: a kind of a parrot head vibe kind of thing? Absolutely. hundred yeah, okay. yeah. percent.
0: It's Island, Island, Island guitar. He sold out his last show here. Wow, great. And he's already on the way to do that. And he this is sponsored by Next Home. Which Chris Bose at Next Home is the realtor that ended up selling my house, okay. and was the guy that helped me buy my house as well. He's incredible. He is Superman. Is he is he a sponsor now too? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he sponsored the, the Scott Kirby show. Oh, okay. Show. Oh, this one. Okay, you said. He's that. the one that originally got me um, hooked up with Scott. Cool. Because Chris and Scott knew each other from I don't know exactly how they knew each other, but they have been kind of buddies for a while. And he said, oh, yeah, Scott would love to play here. So it just worked out, and he's done it. This is now twice.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Like, Joe Robinson was a similar thing where someone yeah. from the community reached out to you and sort of helped orchestrate it and put it together. Yeah, so if you, if you
1: have famous friends. By all yeah. means, get <laughs> a hold can, of We it. can make it happen. Yeah, sure.
0: I know how to write emails. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Kirby uh, recorded his, either, I think, his first CD in, in uh, old Buffett's recording studio. So they're all kind of running in a similar circle. They
0: do, yeah. He kn- And he does – yeah, he's a big Parrothead. Th- that Parrothead
2: world, do you know anything about that world? That's a world. Nope. That's a whole different thing, man. Yeah. Those people are, are intense. They are in it. Yeah, they're in it, man. They're in it. And they're uh, – I know I mean, that,
1: he, that he sells out every show that he puts on.
2: Turn I mean, on uh, Margaritaville Radio on XM or whatever, and it's a whole bunch of people that kind of could – be Jimmy Buffett, but are not. You, know, and it's right. you mean
1: people that are kind of biting on that style a little yeah, bit?
2: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of that. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of that out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And he's building a community right up the road from us. Yeah. That's right. Did you hear that? That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: that's wild.
1: Out of tradition or whatever it's called now, Hilton Head Lakes. You, you used to live there, right? I did used to You live were one there. of like,
2: the four people that I lived there. I was one of the original <laughs> Parrot heads, that's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, there's a
0: new community being built out on off 278. That it's going to be a Margaritaville. Yeah, it's like 4
2: community. million acres. It's huge. 4 million <laughs> four acres. 4 million acres. No way. It's like a township. No, I don't know,
1: but it's very, but big. But it's supposed to have, you know, town centers. Huge. And yeah. And yeah, yeah.
2: And, and it's going to be called Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville.
1: I don't know how it I we're think it's Margaritaville. Margaritaville? Yeah, I think that's what it said. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I might be talking on my rear. But sure. it's going
0: to be something like that. Yeah. If it's not that, it's going to be something like that. I think yeah, it's, it's a retirement it's community. Retirement community. Yeah. for people who love
1: Right. Could he have come up with a better idea? That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, all those old people love my music. I'll just start a retirement community <laughs> based around margaritas. Who wouldn't want to live there? Nailed it. I mean, he's just like printing money.
2: Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Good,
1: at, he's good at business. Yeah. He's good at it. And yet he still goes out and plays concerts. Man, I'd, I'd have a hard time getting off he, the couch, he, I think. He, <laughs> I read <laughs> a really interesting
2: uh, interview with him in Just Jazz Guitar Magazine, which is a real small niche back like in the early 2000s when people still actually printed magazines. Um, and he's a smart dude, man. Like, oh, yeah, he sure. knows music up and down, and he knows exactly – I mean, he's playing a character. And he knows oh, sure. exactly how to play that character, and he does it well. He's oh, yeah. a yeah.
0: smart guy, man. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah. I mean, clearly.
2: Guy. Yeah, he's
1: That was a weird segue. It's harder than you think to, (laughs) in fact, I've even tried to write like vacation y sort of songs and it not be cheesy. I mean, there will be people that say Jimmy Buffett is cheesy, but I would say that he's doing it as well as he possibly can.
2: When you define a genre with your cheesiness, you know, it's not cheesy. I think. It's it's a genre. It's a genre. It's cool. Right. I think. Speaking of people who write easy songs that you think are easy that are impossible. We lost Tom Petty, and we should at least absolutely about oh, about sure. it, Yeah, yeah. So It's a my favorite Tom Petty quote is when someone said your songs are so easy. He goes, "If you're so if they're so easy, why don't you write them?" Right. <laughs>
1: that's <my favorite> Tom <laughs> yeah. <Petty quote. laughs> I mean, I just they're so uh, hard. To I write. just started. I just learned learning to fly. Oh yeah. Which is it's four chords. Fun song for four minutes, and that's all it is. Yeah. Are
2: any of his songs more than four chords for four Not minutes? Not that I know of.
1: No. No. But that one just seems especially simple. But what about like uh
2: let's get to the point roll what's right, that one yeah, yeah. that's yeah. barely three chords, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah, that's three chords. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I I I mean obviously we've all growing up around that music and it wasn't until you know this incident uh that i dug in a little bit more and yeah. then pulled up like his spotify this is tom petty playlist and i was like oh my god there's yeah. like 25 songs oh, that yeah. like i know intimately yeah. I and mean, that dude was like a hit maker machine yeah, yeah. i did
2: it, like when that that monday when i was so bummed i was going into my gig and i saw that and so I, I put up a live stream, and I did—I don't know, six or seven. Yeah. Petty, I probably. And then when I got home, I was like, "Wait, I, I didn't play Free Fall." Right. Play, like, there's just like I, you know, there's I played a whole many. bunch of songs, and then I'm like, "Oh, there's so many other ones oh, that yeah. I just didn't play." Right. You know that are.
1: I don't know if you all have seen it, but there's a four-hour documentary on Netflix of Tom Petty that is freaking awesome i will check it out check it out it's really good highly recommended it i mean it's hard to watch four hours of something but if you just get it started you'll realize it's it's done really well wow it's awesome i think it's called running down a dream maybe we should play that on saturday (laughs) there you go perfect (laughs) perfect in fact i I found out that tom
0: Petty died in the airport um waiting for the I, i was caught in the airport for seven hours with my two small children oh dear that's a whole different story. But during that time, I was following the news feed that, oh, he's in a coma. He's, right. he's going to come out yeah. of it. He's fine. He's not fine. And then he's dead. So, yeah. yeah, it was kind of a weird day for me. It was like everything. And, of course, the day before was the mass shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah. So that was a very tough day. You know yeah.
2: what's kind of weird? I can remember in the 90s when uh, Garcia died. Mm-hmm. And I remember where I was, like when Jerry Garcia died, and it sort of burned a, t- a moment in time and If you go back you know i 'm sure people when when you know where were you when Kennedy was shot you know like right. th- those sort of huge moments yeah and not I mean Garcia is obviously a smaller moment for, in most people 's worlds than the president, but but still, we, we live in a world where there's so many <laughs> things like that bombarding. I wonder if people w- will remember where they were when Petty died. You know, I, th- I uh, think maybe. so. But I it, think
0: musicians will. The yeah. ones that really care about is music.
2: yeah but there, there's so many more of those sort of events that are, are, are bombarding our world with Twitter and all that stuff
0: where it's not... It's well,
2: not like, in the 90s, it was more significant, I feel like, because you didn't hear about every single person that passed. Well, now and you hear and about elephant right. That's
1: true. Yeah. And the elephant in the room is that, you know, I, 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 have, I have empathy or sympathy or whatever every time one of these rock stars dies, but it's almost like people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's like... These dudes are 70 years yeah, old that's now. that's true. Most of the people that we consider classic rock singers yeah, are old. like in their 70s or late 60s. Yeah. So they're all going to die real soon. Every person oh, that yeah. you listened to when you were a kid is about to die. <laughs> yeah. I know that it's sounds true. terrible, yep, but it's, it's true, true yeah, right? It is. It is. Yeah, we
0: within 10 to 15 years of them all being called. yes, Yes, yeah, And then we're just left with Bieber.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> well, well <but laughs> the idea of a unified um uh, listener you know where everybody we have this collective unconscious that's shared is gone it's gone and it, it, you know for better or worse whatever it, you know we can be nostalgic about it all we want but you know pre 1998 you know or you know Napster pre right right let's
1: call everybody kind of listen to the same everybody thing everybody
2: knew the same hits right. man and it yep. made it made even singing songs in bars Really sort of like, well, th- this is the songbook. Right. And what's funny to me is that the songbook doesn't know what to do, right? It doesn't know what yeah. to do anymore. I mean, right. you go to play a cover gig, and it's still the same stuff from mm-hmm. the 70s and so 80s. True. I mean, for the most part. Right. I mean, sure. But if you want to be the guy that's going to entertain a crowd and hit people with familiar material... You can't yeah. go to something yeah. after 2005. You really. That's, that's so get, true, you
1: know? and not keep everybody on board.
2: Yeah, right. Well,
0: I mean, except for like you know whatever, you know wagon wheels. Right, right. Well, this, this I think we won't really know this, and this is the case in the 90s when we didn't know what to play in 1999. It's like what are we, what are we going to cover? What are you going to cover of the 90s? It's going to resonate with people. But now, yeah, I can play you know Sister Hazel, and you can play. Chili Peppers and people are like, oh yeah, I love that song. from right. Twenty five years ago, right. so that you know, then then it starts to get into the nostalgia of it. So I don't know. I think we're still in the we're still too early to figure out what our songbook is now because that's, we're living in it. That's
2: fair. You know, Maybe I think we'll yeah. we'll
0: find. There's I mean you, there's some mayor songs that that like like Why Georgia that people know people know mm-hmm. the words to that song, but they're our age.
1: Yeah. You know. But yeah, but but uh, but to be fair, I I remember the one of the last times my parents came and listened to me play that my, my dad made the comment afterwards like i don't know half those songs so there it, it isn't i don't think it is quite as unified my dad wouldn't know why georgia from no anything. sure oh sure not. yeah uh so it, it is there 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 are those old old classics that everybody knows and then there's kind right. of everything that's more recent that you know you hit 50 percent maybe or i don't know yeah it's it's all fascinating not that every song has to be known by everyone but if that's what you're looking for then
0: yeah it's a, it is definitely an interesting thing once you get past the music from the 90s people you lose people
2: yeah it's the long tail it, it, it's it, yeah <laughs> that's right it,
0: it it's, all a, it's a golden age for music and it's also the, one of the hardest times for. so music.
1: that's an interesting I actually thought about this because I don't know whether the dear listener knows this but I also do some DJing and I'm oh, always well, like I didn't what, even know that. what are the um What are the modern classics that, like, everybody's kind of on board with? And I can only come up with a couple. I don't
2: know, man. Unless it's in an ironic kind of way. No, I
1: don't mean ironic. I mean, genuinely, there's still a couple songs that work at, like, almost every wedding that I DJ. Okay, go ahead. So, like, Uptown Funk. Okay. Yep. Okay, that's going to be a modern classic as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I don't know that there will be a point. As far as
0: weddings, definitely. Yeah.
2: Well, and... It just because of its saturation, mostly. I mean, it just hit every. It was everywhere.
1: It was, and but, people know it. But, I go know, ahead. but back it's to not, your point, But, it, but, but it's not. Uh, There's so many of like, these hit songs that are just a flash in the pan that you hear for on the radio for a couple weeks and they're gone. And then even if you listen to them later, you're kind of like, well, I've heard that a thousand times. Huh. That's one of those ones I don't think you really get tired of hearing. Okay. Maybe. I'm with you. Yeah.
2: Shake it off. Well, that one's not going away. I mean, what is that song has been on the charts for like eight
1: years now or something? <laughs> I'm not and I'm not even I'm not I'm not trying to like qualify any of these as like fantastic pieces of but, artwork, but, but I'm, I'm p- just saying like the songs that there are a few songs that are hit songs that also don't fade out to the point where that one's close. That one's yeah. That one's close. And but it I, all depends on who you ask anyway. Sure. Yeah. But I think the, other, the other thing s- is its reach. It's about scale and
2: reach, and how much of the collective unconscious got hit by that. You know, like mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the reach of both of those two songs, in particular, when you've got Bruno Mars on Ellen dancing with five dudes, and it's super compelling. Your grandma's like, well, that's a real nice song. I right. mean,
1: everybody liked right. it. You know, yeah, like, so. absolutely. But it has that. I mean, that yeah. The, the, but in, that grandma then goes to the song. wedding is like, oh.
0: I remember the song from Alan. That's it. Dance, right. dance, and dance, that's dance. why it hits. And, then, boom, and it's boom. because
1: of reach, I think. Yeah.
2: But it's also is yeah, catchy as hell. Right. But yeah.
1: Right. I don't know. I don't have too many more than that cuz anything yeah. else uh anything else that's uh, You
2: mean like dance hits? Like that's let's, let's go dance sure. and feel well, good Well, yeah, anyway. I
1: guess. Here's the example that I have
0: from from like my my parents who did not listen to any kind of disco or dance music in the 70s because they listened to you know the outlaws and they listen to skinner and they listen to that kind of stuff okay. mm-hmm. but as soon as september comes on from earth wind and fire right boom to the dance floor we go well
2: who who cannot dance to
0: that song? exactly yeah. so what i'm saying is they they didn't sit around and just listen to earth wind and fire the same way we don't sit around and listen to bruno mars fair enough but as soon as that song comes on at a wedding or at a dance party or whatever people yeah. are just moving so I, I don't think that you have to necessarily even like the song or like the band, but at a certain mood, and it, and it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you're in a dancing mood, mm-hmm. you just find dancing songs, and okay. you don't really care what it is. Same thing with with um, ceremony music and listening to Canon and D, or, or, right. and we're going mostly to weddings now because it's a shared, everyone kind of goes to a wedding and yeah. knows
1: what to expect. Yeah i just wonder what those songs are that maybe i went too far down the dance road but those songs that um for the most part can be played over and over and over again and people don't necessarily get tired of them Hmm. i would consider that a classic Mm -hmm. now we get tired of them because we play them every night of the week if i had never heard brown eyed girl again i'd be fine totally fine but for most of the people i get asked to play that song three times a night Every night I play. I don't, so know, those I don't know who people, these people are. People really. never so get so those of, people yeah, they, aren't tired of no, that song. no doubt, sure. No, what, that's my that's my that's my question here. What are those kind of like modern songs that like people right. haven't really tired of yet? I don't know, maybe. But back to your point, I don't know that they we can all agree on anything anymore. That's the difference, right. I think. Yeah, yeah,
2: and, and it's not to say that that they don't exist. That you know, there's not great songs out there. But it goes back to attention and reach, man. In the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, we all were also paying attention. Now we're all staring at our phones. Wow, we're, well, not but it, but we're, we're not paying attention. But we also didn't have
0: we, – we had t- cassettes and we had CDs, but we still had the radio. Right. That that's was true. a huge true. player. That's true. That's a huge player.
1: True. True. Yeah. I mean, even into my – yeah, even into like my high school years and stuff, I listened to the you listen ra- to radio. You listened to the radio. sure. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well you only listen to. I only listen to the radio to figure out what to buy on CD. Right. But I didn't really listen to the CDs in my car because I didn't have a CD player. Yeah. I had a tape deck and a radio.
2: It's interesting, man. Yeah. The whole thing, the music world is. I mean, we could just do this every week to
0: sit up here <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and be <one> sad.
2: <laughs> well, it's not sad. No, it's. There's two things about it. One, uh, if you consider the. Think about it like 19. No, or let's call it 2005. Um. When iTunes came out, was that about 2005? I'm going to just pretend like well, it the original was. iPod so came out that. about 2000- 2003.
0: Well, maybe
1: 2005 is when the the click wheel iPod
0: came out. Yeah, is that right. Yeah, is that right.
1: So I mean, it was starting to become mainstream. I remember, I da- I remember my first MP3 ever was an uh, Everclear song that I downloaded from somewhere, and it was when I was in college. So it was like 99 something like that. What was yours? Th- that was my first drink too. <laughs> <laughs> what was your no. first download? Oh man, I don't know. I probably it was probably
2: when i was trying to learn a lyric on napster and i was just yeah. you know downloading songs that mm-hmm. i didn't want to actually buy right. But i was like I, I need to know what these words are and that was before you could even trust
0: online lyric uh-huh. sources because right. they were all nonsense right. back then too so. my first was children of the sun i can't think of who the the band name was children of the sun go back Children back the sun head. children of the sun oh man people of earth can you hear me <laughs> This is such a cool song, and dad, and dad wanted to find it. And I'm like, I, I can use this thing called Napster. Let's try it. And find everything. Yeah. yeah, It's called Children of the Sun. I can't think Billy of Billy Thorpe. There we go, Billy Thorpe. Children of the Sun. But so think about that it's as. Cool
2: uh, I think about to th- about that era as the wall. Okay, yeah. and think about anything before that is there was a wall that separated um, not only artists from audiences, but it. Uh, audiences, artists from the idea of reaching the audience was, you know, there was this wall, there was a gatekeeper, there was there was a vetting that was so impossible to get over. So I, I think you have to have a different kind of respect for people who jumped over the wall before the wall came down. Yeah. Is that a weird thing to say? But No,
0: I get it. I get because there
2: saying. is no wall now. The wall came right, down in 2000 whatever. Right. And, and so the people who were able to get over the wall before it came down I think have have a have a sergeant level
0: or something that mm. that that, that other people, people the d- people that went went to social that went to that found other ways to market themselves other than using a A and R guy and putting them through the label process well,
2: or people who succeeded and got through the A and R process both right. of, both right. of those people would yeah. be in the same mm. category but anyway I, the idea of now there is no wall and we kind of missed the <laughs>
0: there are times now. there and are some certainly times. times I
2: think in terms of Uh, of the ability to to reach uh, uh, a large mass with quality stuff that we can form that consensus with that,
0: you know, that's gone. And, and it was nice. I think every, (laughs) every generation complains about pop radio, you know, and how garbage it is. It's true. And that's happened since they invented pop radio, right? Sure. You know, because you just wanted, you didn't want to listen to that kind of stuff, but it's clearly, I think the, the, a and R guys and the the major labels are still using pop radio as a you know kind of a kind of thermometer of what's going on out there. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't feel like it has any of the same strength as
1: it used to now than it did. And we're also old dudes. We are old dudes. And my That's daughter, fair. who's 13, doesn't knows care every music. song right. on the top tracks, right. in and out. It could be too. So they, you know, the the, the pop world is still speaking to young kids for sure it is for sure for sure yeah
2: but music is an interesting thing because music i think is a bleeding edge of a lot of stuff and i think it's the bleeding edge of technology and napster was a good representation of that where music was the first one to really you know well amazon could have done it with books but it didn't work with books it worked with music right Um, and you know it, it it, it forged all sorts of new ways to dis- for digital distribution and marketing. And music was the spearhead of that. And this is a stretch, but that's what I do. <laughs> I, I think the problem with the music industry is actually a problem with an economic model. Or if not a problem, it's shining um, a light on the sort of... Uh, you know, the clouded nat- relationship between money and music is... Yeah. is, is it's showing up in other parts of our economy where it's like, well, is this free or is this money? And if, if we throw money at it, does it make it better? I I think music is kind of shining the, 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 the the sort of searching nature of the music industry right now is a predecessor of the sort of um, searching that's going to come in a new economic model.
0: Woo! I went
1: there. (laughs) Oh, so deep. So, What one, uh, Give me one non-music example of what you're talking about. What do you mean? Like movies you said that or that, media that overall,
0: the, uh, huh? You're talking like movie, like how this is going to affect the movie industry, or like you take th- this is the
1: kind you're of you're saying c- if things are being modeled on the way that music is sold. No, no, I'm not modeled, not
2: modeled. I'm saying music is the bleeding edge of the knife, and it I it, see. It, it it it's cutting through quicker than the rest of the economy. Uh, gotcha. Is my part, mm. and I and I think when when music cuts through. To a point where it's like all of a sudden the whole economic model doesn't really make a lot of sense. I don't know if, if that's a bigger thing that's going to come up in the larger economy where people start questioning. I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's super heavy.
0: but Well, I mean, music used to be free. Yeah.
2: You can, this is like a 45-minute you, – you're going have a lot of editing on this No
0: way. Too. I'm going to let this thing roll. Just let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. Well, we got to wrap Three this thing up today. Days. I think we solved it. I think we, we solved it. Yes. I think we've got it. Good. Music yeah. will be fine. Music going to be fine. Oh, wait. Music because live is. performance is where it's going to be at. That's so, it. And that's what, we're in, that's what we're in the market for.
1: Live performance. hmm That's what we're here for. So. The Roasting Room.
0: That is right. Head for the Hills, Friday night, October 13th. Let's play Children of the Sun to go out. Oh, do brilliant. Have, do you have Let's a do it queued up? I do have it queued up. Yeah. Let me pass you over the aux cable. For the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, I am Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. Trevor
1: Harden
3: people of the earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets, they traveled through the world on a silvery light. The people of the earth stood waiting, watching as the ships came one by one. Setting fire to the sky as they land land in Carrying to the world, children of the sun